The Lord be with you. We pray together. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So let us confess our sins. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent have mercy upon you, pardon your sins and set you free from them, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect for Trinity Sunday God of unchangeable power, you have revealed yourself to us as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Keep us firm in this faith that we may praise and bless your holy name. For you are one God, living and reigning in glory, now and forever. Amen. I read you Psalm 8, which you can find on page 613 in your Anglican prayer book, page 613, and we do the psalm together. O Lord, our Governor, how glorious is your name in all the earth! Your majesty above the heavens is yet recounted by the mouths of babes and sucklings. You have founded a strong defence against your adversaries to quell the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in order. What is man that you should be mindful of him? Or the son of man that you should care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god, 
and have crowned him with glory and honour. You have made him the master of your handiwork, and have put all things in subjection beneath his feet, all sheep and oxen, and all the creatures of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, and everything that moves in the pathways of the great waters. O Lord, our Governor, how glorious is your name in all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and forever will be. Amen. Our Gospel reading. Listen to the good news proclaimed in the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 28, beginning at the 16th verse. Glory to Christ our Saviour. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of age. This is the Gospel of Christ. Praise to Christ our Lord. Let us pray. Triune God, we pray that you will speak to us through this sermon, speak to our hearts during this trying time, and may the hearts who hear this word, may they hear and receive. May the God whom we love bless us, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, beloved Trinitarians, beloved Holy Trinity people, a wonderful feast of title to you. Today is Trinity Sunday, our feast of title and which we always, when we were able to gather together, we would celebrate this as our birthday. And so a happy birthday to all of you, the people of the parish of Holy Trinity Park. We also extend today to all those who celebrate with us the feast, the, the feast of title, Father Ashley Mayer in Wittesert and Father Jerome Prince in um, Neisner, Belvedere. We also uh, thank Father Craig, who has extended his wishes to all of us. And we pray that as we journey together, that the Triune God will become 
the center of our lives as it's been for over 171 years. And so we also give thanks to all those who have ministered here and to our last priest, Father Gary Paulson. We also give thanks for his ministry now in Ireland. And we also give thanks to all those who have served in our church and those who have been in our pews. And we continue to pray for us as we journey together as priests and people of this very parish. Now this morning's Gospel reading speaks about Jesus who gives this great commission to God's people. And so in this great commission, Jesus says this wonderful words which the church has used over centuries to make disciples of every nation. It is not only disciples in the form of being on a, an ordained priest, but it's also been a disciple here at work in the parish and elsewhere where you find yourself. Often people always think that they need to be a disciple only in the clerical service. But we can be disciples in the form of where we find ourselves. At our work, at our schools, at, in our church, no matter in our homes, we are the disciples of Christ. But what does a disciple look like in this century which we are in at this moment? Against disciples of, of the time of Jesus. For us in this parish also, what does it mean to be a disciple in this modern day era as were for the disciples then of our church who have served us many, many years ago? Disciples means simply a follower of Christ, a following that follows the Christ whom we serve. In this direction of the Great Commission, there is where Jesus says to them, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Therefore the disciple is being set apart for the greater work of God. Therefore the disciple becomes and finds himself in the glory of God by being baptized in his name, in the name of the Triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Over these past years, I've tried my utmost best to bring about the understanding of the Triune God, which is very difficult sometimes to grasp. And so we have used the mathematics and we have also used an egg. Mathematics 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 3. But also if you times 1 times 1 times 1, it still gives you 1. That is essentially of how we made our Sunday school children know how to understand and sometimes grasp this. We also used an egg one time where we had the shell, the egg yolk. And the white also explaining that without the other, the exformation won't take place. And so here, brothers and sisters, 
without each other, without God, ourselves and our neighbours, we cannot build a nation of faithful servants. We cannot build a nation of disciples when we are no longer baptising in that name which has been given us, which has been given us to be set apart to do a particular ministry. Now over this few weeks I've been reading up on the theology of complacency, self-satisfaction, because the world has been at work during this time and NGOs and churches and generous people have been giving out food and being so generous by distributing and being at work. But, as the government has said, they are looking at a new policy, a new economy that will be inclusive of all God's people. And so this morning, the word complacency creeps up on the discipleship of priesthood. It must creep up on the, the complacency of politics during this time, the complacency of where we find ourselves, as if we have arrived because we are baptised in that triune name. I can remember at the colleagues, they said to me, in, I can't remember the author, but the author said, you cannot be saved when others are not saved. How can you be saved if others are without food, without bread to eat? How can you be saved if someone else is without water or shelter? And so that complacency, that self-satisfaction takes place and is at work and is at a loggerhead with a dissatisfaction which I feel as a priest of what is happening in our societies, in our families. This lockdown has brought about where we can see totally division between rich and poor, between those who have and they have not. We have seen riots and march, marches being all over the soul for food. And so that complacency must be confronted with a dissatisfaction of being a disciple of Christ. After all, the disciples' work and with Jesus was to go out and to make disciples. But while they were making disciples, they were feeding them. Hmm? They were feeding them. They were healing them. And so there was many miracles that took place while they were making these disciples as they were going along and baptizing them in the name of the triune God. Brothers and sisters, there's a great commission on our lives as we go forth into this new year of our celebration. As we begin to move in a way that we have never moved before. The way the earth, our ground under our feet has been shaken must give us that dissatisfaction of the way we have done things over the past. 
He must move us not only by the authority that has been given us, but it must move us from a sense of love to be able to assist and to help and to care. Now, that great commission that lies in your heart as it lies in mine, it is to open our eyes to the sense of what is going on, the divisions that has been caused by politics, economy, our religions. Isn't it time to bring about a world where there is enough for all? Isn't it about time that we bring about a world disciples and nations of love? Isn't it about time that we begin as we worship, begin to worship as one true body of trust? We are making disciples. We are making disciples. But in which name are we making them? In which name are we making them disciples of this great God? Because if we are making them from a point of privilege, we need to begin to look at our complacency. And may within us arise a sense of dissatisfaction for the way my neighbour lives. Within me must rise a dissatisfaction for the way the politics of this country is being handled. The way people are stealing from the poor. Within our church, it must rise within us a sense of dissatisfaction when ministry is excluded to some people but it is inclusive to others. This great commission calls us in all authority in heaven and on earth which have been given to Jesus as he's pouring that over us to say therefore go and make disciples of all nations may we adhere to this great call by going out and making these disciples not in our own name but the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit as I end of brothers and sisters, it is said, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I will be with you always to the end of time. My last point would be our teaching, the way we have sifted away from, from the truth from teaching our children about the truth of Christ. We have begun to accept defeat on the very disciple we have made. Because that disciple no longer moved in the realm of the Christ, in the triumph of God. What have saddened me over this past few 
months is the increasing understanding that God is an imaginary friend. Wherever I read this, there's a sense of dissatisfaction that arises in me. Because our young people are beginning and some others are beginning to see Christ as an imaginary friend. And not that he is the God of everything. What has begun or what has happened to our teaching as a church, but more so what has happened to the teaching of our parents at home, When you bring that baby to the steps of the church at the baptism pond at the back, you hand the baby to the priest to be baptized, and the priest hands the baby back to you to instruct him or her to make sure that they are taught of their faith. What is happening to us? Are we putting in the theology of work at home? Are we putting in the work which Christ is seeking within us at home? This morning, brothers and sisters, there's a great commission that has descended on us. But what are we going to do about that great commission? Our complacency must move to a dissatisfaction of the way things are being done and the way we are doing things and bring us into the realm of Christ who begins to move and shake us to an equal and a just society but also when we become disciples we often want to run out and go and make disciples elsewhere where in our house we need to begin right in our home and so may that great commission begins to flow through your heart this morning and sweep through your home with the holy spirit and move outward into our community the world needs you the world needs us may the lord bless you richly in the name of the father son and holy spirit amen let us pray God our Father, as we pray this morning, we give thanks and praise for this great privilege to celebrate this Feast of Pantle this morning. Thank you God for your powerful hand to be upon your church as we worship and as we have glorified your name. And so God, as we know that you are sweeping through the earth and that you are about to bring heaven to earth by beginning to give us this wonderful and glorious life which you have promised to us. But God, not without shaking the ground under our feet, not without making us the disciples which is worthy to follow and to be guided by your Spirit. And so this morning, God, as you guide us, we pray for the Church of God around the world. We pray, God, that you will take the nations and its leaders and church leaders, God, that you will unify us so that we may work together for the people of God to end poverty, to end um, this sense of marginalization of those who are poor and so this this morning lord jesus we pray and we ask your blessing upon all those who struggle to understand 
May those who are calling themselves disciples go out into all these nations and to make the disciples, but make disciples from the Word of God, from the sense of their triumph God and not out of our self-satisfaction. May we this morning be discovered by the Holy Spirit as we are about to discover those who need Christ so um, imminently. And so God, as we pray, we pray for our own country and our own president with these cabinet. Give them the wisdom which they need, but also lead them, Lord Jesus. Lead them by your Spirit so that everything their ruling will be with justice and with love. And so this morning, God, as we also pray, we pray for our church. We pray for our bishop and all the clergy and people of this diocese. And this morning, God, we pray for all the people of our parents, both here at Holy Trinity and St. Michael's and all angels. Every home which we represent and every person which we represent here this morning, may your altar uh, give them a sense of blessing upon their life that your table is extended to give them what they need, if only they will submit by the name of Jesus Christ. And so therefore every knees are bowed, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so God, extend the stable throughout the earth, so that those who need you this morning, Lord Jesus, will come to your table and receive in full and wholeheartedly this morning. May their lives be filled with the Holy Spirit, with a sense of a triumph God who gives and who also blesses. For those who are sick this morning, Lord Jesus, for those who are struggling with ailments at home, Lord God, we pray into their lives this morning. We pray for the sense of your healing to descend upon them. For those who have lost loved ones, Lord Jesus, we pray your blessing upon them and we pray upon your, your ever presence, your imminent presence upon them, that they will sense your spirit upon them. So God, for those who are struggling with COVID-19, we pray God for all doctors and nurses, for all medical staff. And so God, we also pray for those scientists who work tirelessly to find a vaccine against this pandemic. But now, God, we direct our prayers to you, our God and our Father. Bless us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We will use the first Eucharistic prayer. Blessed are you, Lord God, of all grace and pure goodness, we have this bread to offer which earth and given a human hands have made for us it becomes the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God, of all grace and pure goodness, we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, for us it becomes the cup of salvation. The first Eucharistic prayer, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and indeed our duty and joy Lord and Heavenly Father, God Almighty and Eternal, always and everywhere, to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, your only Son, our Lord. 
And now we give you thanks because you have revealed your glory as the glory of your Son and of the Holy Spirit, three persons equal in majesty, undivided in splendor, yet one Lord, one God, ever to be worshipped and adored. Therefore, with angels and our angels, with the company of heaven, we acclaim you and declare the greatness of your glory. We praise you now and forever, saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hear us, Father, through your Son, Christ our Lord, through him, accept our offering of thanks and praise, and send your Holy Spirit upon us, and upon these gifts of bread and wine, so that they may become for us his body and his blood. For on the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given you thanks, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So to our the supper he took the cup, and when he had given you thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. So we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Holy Father, these your gifts. We, your people, celebrate before you the perfect sacrifice of Christ our Lord, is rising from the dead and is ascending to the glory of heaven. Gracious Lord, accept us in him, unworthy though we are that we will share the body and blood of your Son, may be made one with all your people of this and every age, granted as we await the coming of Christ our Saviour in the glory and triumph of his kingdom, we may daily grow into his likeness, with whom and in whom and through whom, by the power of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour be given to you, Almighty Father, by the whole company of earth and heaven, throughout all ages, now and forever. Amen. As Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The bread which we break is another sharing of the body of Christ. We who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Jesus, Lamb of God, have mercy on us. Jesus, bed of our sins, have mercy on us. Jesus, Redeemer of the world, give us your peace. Draw near and receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. 
Feed on him in your hearts by faith and with thanksgiving. Amen. Please repeat after me for the spiritual communion. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, repress me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O oh, good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Let me never be separated from you. From the malicious enemy, defend me. In the hour of my death, call me. And bid me come to you, that with your saints I may praise you forever and ever. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord, for God is gracious. Father Almighty, we offer ourselves to you as a loving sacrifice. In Jesus Christ our Lord, send us out into the world in the power of the Holy Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. God bless Africa. Guard our children, guide our leaders, and give us peace for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and the love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you this day and forevermore. Amen. A word of wishes to the young people of our church as they celebrate Youth Month. We pray for Sandre, our youth pastor, and for her team uh, who is around her. We also pray as they prepare for this month that God will bless them. But to all our young people at home, you have a new vision. You have a great commission upon them, upon yourself. To excel in all the things that you do and if you fail get up and do it again there's nothing more satisfactory is when you try it again and so to all those who are going back to school to those who are at school may the lord bless you and protect you during this time and so for those who are celebrating birthdays and wedding anniversaries, let us pray for you. Lord God, we pray for those who celebrate their birthdays. We pray as they um, celebrate this wonderful year, as they go into a year filled with blessings. May the Lord bless and protect them and guide them and be with them 
um, as he is with them every day. Mr. God, may they celebrate this year with a joy in their heart, filled with the blessings of God. For those who celebrate wedding anniversaries, may the Lord bless you, bless your union, bless your marriage. And so God, as we pray for them, we also pray for their homes and their children. May they be filled by your spirit. Bless them, Lord Jesus, as we pray. Amen. So my brothers and sisters, as on this Trinity Sunday, the Feast of our title, um, go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. May you have a blessed Sunday and we shall see you next week and hopefully the youth will be able to do the service this coming Sunday and so we pray for them in advance. We also pray for you brothers and sisters um, as you return to work and please go with the peace of God. It's a wonderful phrase which I want to end off with which says forward ever, backward never. Forward ever, backward never. May you have a blessed day.